Bush and Ritchie here with another edition of the Hometime Podcast. We're a little bit excited about uh, tonight's one because something that we've been doing on the podcast uh, makes its way uh, into uh, what those who hear the live version of the uh, the podcast uh, hear on the radio tonight. Uh, we're doing this thing called the uh, the Midweek Games Night, which is very much taking the vibe of some of the shall we say ad hoc games yes. that we do <laughs> that we devise at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> and we we're, we're, we're turning them into a once a week thing on the actual show yeah i think we we do like to entertain ourselves if you were uh, to be a fly on the wall when we did our chip shop tour we made up quite a lot of games when we were driving up and down the yeah. country weren't, weren't we just to keep ourselves entertained so to celebrate i've just in the last 30 seconds made up a game i'd like Brilliant. to play it with you yes let's do it it's got a name Okay. All right, the game is called Jug It. Jug It. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned. Okay. Um, so, have a jug of water, yeah? Uh-huh. There it is going down on the desk. I also have a paper beaker. Uh-huh. Because since COVID times, we don't have glass glasses here anymore. It's yeah. Just paper beakers. What I'm going to do is ask you to close your eyes. I'm going to start pouring water into this beaker. Yeah. I want you to say stop before I get to the top. If you don't, water's going to flow over the top. Uh, is, is this this sounds quite <laughs> similar to the uh, the quiz on the the game on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. What's that? They fill. They, they did a pint glass for some Isle of Wight tickets a couple of years ago. Do they call it jug it? They don't call it jug it. That's a good point. So we're not going to be sued, I don't think. I wasn't aware of that particular game. <laughs> now this, I love the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, but unfortunately, my mornings at the moment are Hey Dougie and the Octonauts. So um, we could call it Hey Juggy. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I, I'm not having the intellectual property no, rip no, off no, here, no. okay? Okay. So, this is Jug It, very different to anything that they do on the breakfast show. Well, now, already, I'm beginning, this feels a bit dirty now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go for it. You ready? Okay, yeah. So, I'll say when, when I think it's filled up. Yeah. Ready? Go. Now. I'd say you've left that a little bit short. Oh, it's all down. You can hear the change in the in the, the volume of the cup. It really yeah. is a fantastic feeling. You've left about an inch there. Okay. <laughs> and that is Jug It, everybody. That's Jug It. So, look, it's been mad busy. Anyone else feel like they're just running around at the moment? Yes. Very busy at the moment. So, uh, I feel like all of the boring house stuff that I would normally do uh, at the weekend in my Crocs, I'm going to do tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow morning, I have penciled in a thing I want to call the ultimate dad morning. The <laughs> ultimate dad morning. I was going to call it the UDM, but it sounds like a paramilitary organisation. So, like, I'm gonna gonna take the car for a clean. I've got to take a broken bunk bed to the tip. So that's the tip run sorted. What else needs to be on the itinerary? Ultimate dad morning. I would normally, on an ultimate dad morning, I would normally say, go and spike your lawn. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to caveat it by saying there are still a few frosts around overnight at the moment, which is your enemy of your spiked lawn. I, I need the kit, though, don't I? You've got these caliper things or something. <laughs> they're, they're, not called calipers. Calipers. they're called calipers. They're, they're not calipers. They're called aerating sandals, OK? <laughs> Amazing. So you do need those, but I would lend you those. I think that would be COVID compliant. So. OK, so you'd spike your lawn. In terms of car cleaning, mm -hmm. you do it yourself, don't you? I do, yes. So I'm you not would... paying someone to clean my car. I've never clean my own car in my entire life and I don't plan to <laughs> literally don't plan to at all so I might go down and get that done as well so you're going you're gonna to pay for a swarm of people to clean your car you're not even going to go to like a garage and jet wash it yourself not in a million years unbelievable I don't get anything from that 
Unbelievable. I literally don't get anything from it at you all. You take no pride in stepping back and looking at your car and thinking, I did that and it looks beautiful. No, I take pride in stepping back and then sitting there being on my phone whilst they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're something else. I am something. I'm a piece of work. That's you why don't I am. spike lawns and you don't wash cars. I just have very, you know, Dua Lipa there with her new rules. Them are my rules. Thanks I very much. I look at you and I don't know you. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know myself. <laughs> Carmen would like to add to your list, clean the guttering. I, I need new guttering at the moment, let alone, clean it, uh, <laughs> let alone cleaning it. That is not something I would dream of doing in a million years. That's, that, for me, seems a bit um, opening ten minutes of the TV show Casualty. Unless I lived in a bungalow, I would never clean my guttering. <laughs> wait, wait. What is it? Do you just get up there and, and try and knock it with the end of uh, a broom handle? Think about it. Think about it. Even if you've got the guts to climb up a ladder, yeah. okay, once you're up there to clean guttering, you've got to lean either to the left or the right. And once again, you're suddenly seeing Charlie in that hospital, aren't you? That's not good, is it? I'm not, I'm, I'm not cleaning guttering. No way. What a way to go. Uh, Sliney says on Twitter... Clinging onto a gutter. Uh, clean the cat. Poo, I used a, a more uh, radio-friendly yeah. word. Do you know, it wouldn't be clear. We haven't got a cat, but um, every fox in the neighbourhood does a dirty protest in our back garden, so I could go and do a bit of that. Fox is basically a cat. They're, they're horrible, horrible things. And then Lisa says, uh, interesting combo, clean your shoes, top up the screen wash. Fully behind Dave in Cumbria, who's texted 8.12.15 to say sharpening the lawnmower blades. I talked about spiking the lawn earlier. Urge caution because of the frost around at the moment. Sharp the blades. You don't want to start the summer... You don't want to start start that, that mowing season with a blunt blade. Do you know what? I've never even gone anywhere near them. I didn't even know... I think you've talked before about raising and lowering them. Start high. I don't even didn't even know you could adjust them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly wouldn't be... Well, how do you even sharpen them? What do you do? Like like a horse's hoof? <laughs> no. I mean, basically, you, you would send them to a, uh, uh, a mower smith. Uh, you can, you know, get them to no way. service you. Yeah, of course There's you can. There's no such thing as a mower smith. Of course there is. What, a guy with like a leather apron on in an old-fashioned workshop? Absolutely. You know, you've got mower shops. Where you go and go and buy your mower from? They'll, they'll service your mower. That's, this can't be true. This or you can go on like an online, very popular online store and order a set of new blades. If you are a, an official mower smith, as he's just described it there on this show, please get in touch because th- that has actually blown my mind. I promise you the shops. Steve in Lichfield says, I think uh, Bush needs to bleed his radiators during the UDM. Uh, do you know what? I love bleeding the radiators. It's so satisfying. Uh, what I want to get right, sorry, a rad because we had a, yes. the, the uh, plumber in the other week, that's what they call them, rads. I want to get like a really nice gold key. That's my own radio. Can you get posh radiator keys? I've got a really good one. Have you? Yeah, I'll bring it in tomorrow, show you. Fantastic, I'd love to see that. I'd get it on a chain or something like that. Key ring thing. Uh, we've got John on the line. John, what needs to be part of the ultimate dad morning? Yeah, you've got to put some stuff up in the loft. Yes, uh, putting stuff in the loft is almost sort of like the in-house going down the tip, I would say. However, the guys have got a problem. Uh, the people before us did a loft conversion, so we don't have a loft. Right. We don't have a loft. But the only thing we've got, right, in, in one of the bedrooms, I don't know if anyone else's house has got this, there's a really weird, tiny trap door. I'll, I'll, send, I'll put a photo on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Have you got any of those little cupboards at the edges, though, that they've built into the eaves so you catch your head on? <laughs> I'm always catching... Do you know when you've got angled... The walls of, like, an angled roof? I do that all the time. Constantly smacking me yeah, head. Yeah, that's it. See, so it's the 
write a passage for man to put stuff in the loft. If there's anyone that's got a loft that I can borrow to put some stuff in, please get in touch with the show and I'll come over. They don't need to get in touch. Come around my house, you can put my stuff in my loft. Well, that's fine. Well, a deal. There's a deal. Uh, Gordy says whittling. I'm sure Bush likes to whittle in his shed from time to time. Are you a whittler? That's, uh, that's quite personal there, Gordy. <laughs> I'd love to be able to whittle. Some of the stuff people make out of, uh, you know, uh, a knife and some wood. Yeah. Although I feel like I'm going to save that until I'm incarcerated at some point. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? It's desert island or a long stretch. Because it will happen. It will happen at some point. Uh, Rob on the Wirral would like to add sorting out the storage unit that you're renting that was only meant to be for a couple of months while moving house, but you've still <laughs> got it four years later. I'd love to have a storage unit. I have, on a couple of occasions in my life, in between... Situations. Situations. I've I've had storage units and they're great. It does sound like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Like your own place. Like go and get like a a, a boxing. What did you got? A punch bag. A punch and bag. A seat. It's about the only part of that part of your life that is fun. Actually, having <laughs> a storage unit. Let's not dwell. <laughs> Uh, Rich says, rescan the digital channels on the TV for an update. Love that. Andy says, take the hair out of the shower trap and shout at all of the girls in the house for having long hair in the first place. <laughs> These are brilliant. Neil's on the line. Neil, what needs to be part of the ultimate dad morning? Oh, you, you, you're forgetting about the basic ones. We've got to get some kind of a shady kip in there at some point in the morning, guys. It's got to be in there. <laughs> shady kip. <laughs> so shady kip you mean a, a sly sleep that no one else knows about and yeah. you've pretended that you've worked all the way through that bit of the day there's not enough hours in the day for us to sleep guys you should know that now my moment of concern for bush here is knowing your life and how things work at home and all this kind of stuff i put it to you for you to have a shady kip you've got to do that out the house and i worry yeah. for you you are a public figure to be seen in a volkswagen van Kipping, <laughs> people are just going to see. They'll be like, that bloke off the radio, he's having a tough time at the moment. This is not what I want What's he doing you. in there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, do, would you sleep in the car, uh, my friend, or would you would you sleep, like, uh, go out to the upstairs bedroom and say you're going to be doing something and just have a sleep on the floor? Listen, beggars can't be choosers, guys. You, you, you get your kit where you can get it, don't you? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah, but Bush, it's not by the side of the road. Well, you know, I'm not ruling anything out. I love, I love having a little sleep in the car. Sometimes it's fantastic. What in the queuing in the queuing road for the tip? Just on, the, do you know the, the queue at the moment with our tip in Leon C? You could have a proper 45 minutes before you've ever moved. Oh, absolutely. Once you've got all your idea to improve where you live, yeah, you could definitely have had a kit. I don't think the inner child in us ever truly disappears, and that's what I discovered this morning. Uh, so uh, my littlest lad, Rocco, has gone to nursery now. He had his fifth day today. First day, no tears, so big, uh, big occasion. I found myself in the supermarket, though, this morning, wandering down the little aisle where they sell the gingerbread man kits. Uh -huh. You can buy these little kits of five gingerbread men with, like, some icing and hundreds and thousands and all that kind of... I looked at it wistfully and thought, oh, that's what I do with Rocco. I miss him. I miss him. Oh. And then I thought, myself no, i'm gonna buy a kit i'm gonna buy a kit i was in the supermarket <laughs> on my own yeah i'm going home to apart from my wife working upstairs an empty house I thought, yeah. no, i'm still gonna buy these so i bought a kit of gingerbread men got home and then i sat at the little bar and i started icing gingerbread men at the age of at the age of 43 half past 10 in the morning i was <sighs> sat at the home icing up gingerbread men uh, have a little look on twitter at absolute radio uh, we've got a time lapse video of of your handiwork a little red underpants on your 
gingerbread man. The yes, one, uh, yeah. That, well, that's talk the us first, through that. It's, it's the first thing. Check out. It's, it's actually a little. It's a time lapse. So it's a fifteen-second video of me, very artisan, decorating the gingerbread man. I'm sure that's what Apple meant when they put time lapse <laughs> technology on your phones is for people to ice up biscuits. But I did the pants first because I didn't want him to be naked. That is a really good point. That <laughs> no, is a really good. No point. No one wants uh, naked. Uh, Gingerbread, no. um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's great fun. It was meant for kids. It's not meant for adults. But I thought to myself, I, this this is great. I'm sure loads of people have things that they enjoy doing. But deep down, when you catch yourself, you think this is meant for the kids. No, this this really resonates with me because obviously I'm a big fan of playing board games and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Some, some people look down their noses at it, and, and some people have got a weird view of play. Yeah. And it's really important. Like you, As you're a kid, you're encouraged to play and explore and do whatever you want. And then something happens. As you get older, school gets more serious and more grey and boring and more like uh, a bit weighty and a bit more adult-like. And then suddenly, when you're a bit older, you feel like you can't do certain things that you yeah. were encouraged to do when you were kids. Like, for example, for me, when I go to Ikea... All I want to do is get on one of them long trolleys and swing down one of the aisles. <laughs> and then for, if you see a grown-up doing it, for some reason it's not fair. It's, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, they look down their nose at you a little bit. So look, if there's something you do that you know deep down, is this for the kids? Why am I doing this? Share with us this evening. John Clay says on Twitter, I just love building Brio train sets. He says, often with my son, but making intricate layouts with bridges and themed areas of the track is fun. Good work. Stephen says, colouring. Two-year-old asked me to do it. I I start getting into it, nearly finish, then she comes ruining my masterpiece by going out of the line. I'm fuming. Ben agrees, <laughs> says I'm 57 and I've just ordered some coloured pencils off of eBay to colour the back of cereal boxes in and just have a general doodle. He's colouring the back of cereal boxes. Good <laughs> lads. You knock yourself out, fella. Uh, Bowen Shropshire says, I'm 34 years of age and I will still love and I have a Happy Meal at McDonald's. I get excited about the toy that comes with it. She adds life's too short have fun live it up uh, ella says on monday my friend came to visit me we planned to go clothes shopping like grown-ups instead found found ourselves buying a bucket and spade and making a sandcastle down at the beach the lady in the shops even gave us both flags Do you know what, there's something very satisfying about still being able to make uh, a good sandcastle when you were grown up it's like still got it do you know what i mean still got it tap and whack is the key it's the same as the chocolate orange i think i saw them at the wireless festival in 1993 <laughs> great r&b act uh, Chris, what are you into? Dinosaur figures. Dinosaur, Dinosaur figures. figures. Yeah, yeah, and as well as like, um, uh, well, like things like creatures and monsters as well, as well as dinosaurs. I've got a lot more dinosaurs than them, but I've got like Godzilla figures and things like that. But, um, are these are these plastic dinosaurs, wooden dinosaurs? What kind no, of dinosaurs? No, no, I've got a few wooden, mostly like plastic, but I've got like uh, um, uh, vinyl ones that are really detailed. I've got some Jurassic Park ones, some two vintage Jurassic Park ones. That I've got from a charity store, and um, I've got wooden ones as well. And I've got, I've got like a Spinosaurus, which is the old star, which I got from National History Museum, and a Styracosaurus. And I've got loads of ones I haven't made yet, which which I want to get round to. But I'm like running out of room to put them anywhere. <laughs> Chris, aside from the Tyrannosaurus Rex, because everyone knows them, what's the best dinosaur and why? What's my oh well, my best dinosaur is Spinosaurus. Ever since I saw Jurassic Park three and I saw it beat up the T Rex, even though in reality it wouldn't happen. But it was just a, it was amazing. It was just like yeah, look at how cool that thing looks. Oh, and would you maybe have a career in this in the future, Chris? Could you get involved in the world of dinosaurs? Um, I would like to. I'm um I'm I would like getting to do volunteering in the Natural History Museum because it's like my obviously my most favourite place in London. But yeah. um. 
I've tried, and it's very hard to get in there, especially what with the pandemic nowadays. You don't know um, uh, what's going to happen, like, uh, how it's going to go with all the volunteering. Hey, well, listen, I think out of all the stuff we've heard so far in this hour of the show, people doing stuff that makes them happy, just keep chasing that dream, fellow, and you'll get there. Ah, oh, well, fingers crossed you never know, do you? Spinosaurus lived yep, 30 million years before T-Rex. So that's inaccurate in the movie. No, well, no, actually, it, well, yeah, something like that. I think they, they lived around the Cretaceous period. I, don't know, I can't remember the actual um, date apart, but they, one, the T-Rex lived in North America and the Spinosaurus lived in Egypt. So this is a little bit like my, my friend's from. dad, when he used to watch Casualty, he'd be like, he's a doctor. So he was like, they'd never do that. They don't use that machine for that operation. Yeah, I've read all that you're, well. And you're the same then, Chris, if you're watching dinosaur stuff, you think those two dinosaurs oh, couldn't be around the same time? I'm always correcting my mates as well. My mates, like, I've got my mate and he... he like makes his kid like well we like we might his kid likes dinosaurs but I'm like he's saying well I'm like mm, no nah, that's not right that's not right Chris <laughs> can I say something very genuinely to you yeah, I love your passion for dinosaurs yes I've always loved him when, when I was a kid I remember when my uncle gave me a fiver and I went down to the National Museum with my nan and I got so happy because I could buy the massive Brachiosaurus. Good for you, man. Good for you. What an amazing guy. I love his knowledge as well, and he'd be such a good person to show you around the Natural History Museum. Spinosaurus, just been Googling it, quite something. I've never even heard of a Spinosaurus. (laughs) Watch Jurassic Park or World 3. Actually, Chris would hate it. I got the movie wrong there. I was um, that close to doing a Do You Think He Saw Us joke, and I'm really glad I didn't, (laughs) because I don't think it would have gone down well with Chris. I would have done. Uh, David says, I play Roblox. My daughter introduced me to it, but I sit in bed at night playing. I'm sure I'm supposed to be too old. We want to find out about the things that you do that you know is really just for kids. Uh, Jess from Kent says, uh, My folks bought me a kid's archaeologist kit to uncover my own terracotta warrior. Just to be clear, a plastic warrior in plaster that I had to use a little hammer on to get it out. I'm 36. Uh, Yvonne, what are you doing? Well, I like to wear big sloppy socks and I love to slide as fast as I can go on the floors, on my wooden floors in my house. Fantastic. Like So doing like skidding and stuff when you were a kid. Because yeah, that reminds yeah. me of like family parties and wedding receptions and stuff yeah. like that. You, you'd yeah. run and skid a lot. Yeah, like the Peter Case slides like as far as you can go. And I was sliding, sliding. My wee daughter Emma just loves it. She's eight and she thinks it's hysterical. So, Yvonne, just just describe your skid, please. Are you talking sort of like? No, stop it. <laughs> are you talking? Are you talking like into the room like the Fonz might, or are you talking sort of like knee slide up to a corner flag as if you've scored a goal? <laughs> well, well, not the football one. No, definitely not. More like the Fonz. I would say I'll go from the top of the stairs up. At- next to my daughter's bedroom right to the edge of the stairs so it's quite dangerous I'm living on the edge when I'm skipping along love that it's just a pure adrenaline rush can, I, can we ask oh, what your actual yeah. day job is Yvonne if you don't mind us asking well, yes I will unfortunately it's quite boring I'm working from home just now I work for Gladys City Council um, <laughs> just didn't have benefits so it's nothing too interesting <laughs> wow so you know you're doing a bit of red tape in the daytime in the evening sk- skidding around the lounge <laughs> that's, that, that's how I get my steps up literally sorry <laughs> <laughs> Been asking what you do that you know really is deep down something that's just for the kids. Chris, what are you doing? Well, basically, hide and seek is still my favourite game to play. Um, whenever me and the missus go away anywhere, first thing I do is scope out the room. Yeah, when she goes into the bathroom for a shower, that's it. I'm hiding. And then what? She comes out, and then what do you do? 
Well, jump out, obviously. Yeah. Because <laughs> hide and seek, you try and stay hidden for as long as you can. True. So you, you've given yeah, away your yeah, hiding place. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's usually only small rooms, so it's only a matter of time before she's going to find me. So. Is yeah. this frequent enough, or do you do it enough for her to have forgotten each time, or is there an element now where you go into a new room and she's thinking, right, he's hiding somewhere, where is it? Here we go, he's gone quiet. No, no, she, she'll do it now. She comes home from work and, uh, and my van's parked up, but I'm, I've gone out walking. She'll immediately think I'm hiding somewhere in the house. What is your favourite hiding place, Chris? I think the best one has got to be a wheelie bin. Oh, God. And Chris, do you mind sharing your age with us? Yeah, I'm 52. Good lad. (laughs) Brilliant, good for you. Mental age of uh, 13, I think. I think you've got a bit high. A brand new thing coming up very, very shortly. Midweek games night on Home Time. You'll find details next. Join us. And we want to say a big thank you to everyone who has joined us. The 1,000 or so people who have joined us for the Home Time Coupon Club. The Facebook group that we created on yesterday's show. Because uh, we kind of like that thing where you text friends and family if you see posh items reduced so that they can buy them as well. We thought, why not make a Facebook group of it? And at the moment, as we speak, there's this amazing, thriving community where people are posting up photos of things that they've seen cheap in supermarkets and asking for suggestions on what to buy. It's a wonderful thing. It's fantastic. Be part of the community. Uh, for example, Richard, as uh, Richard Pope, thank you for sharing with this. The Infusionist Small Batch Sorted Caramel Cupcake Gin Liqueur. Whoa. Uh, he's, he's going for a bargain at Aldi at the moment. I am in on that and I'm not, not normally a gin person. But you know what? That's inflammatory because Leona Graham, our very own Leona, the Queen of Rock yeah. here at Absolute Radio, has joined the group and posted a comment, a slight veiled threat about hopefully there won't be any salted caramel coupons on there. There's quite a few that have gone on. Yeah, it's, it's had the, the absolute opposite effect, to be honest. Hi to Louise Ward, who's posted up an amazing thing. Little red wine for 2 99 They're giving it away. They're giving it away. Uh, Katie wants to know any good deals on some Palmer's Coconut Oil hand cream. Uh, I love the fact that there are some people obviously giving deals, others just asking for them. Maybe the Hometown community can share some answers. Sign up now, the Hometown Coupon Club. It's our Facebook group. Come and say hi to the gang. Now, your Thursday morning was what we spent the first hour of uh, tonight's show talking about. You've got this ultimate dad morning uh, sorted out. Do you feel you're sorted for it yet? I feel like We've got a fantastic list of, of things to get sorted out. Yeah, appreciate everyone getting involved. Uh, plenty have got involved. Uh, there's uh, still a few more to deal with. Uh, Darren, what do you reckon should be on Bush's list for tomorrow? Uh, the jet washing. Oh, jet washing. Now, you see, jet washing, Bush, yeah. that, that I'm sure you'd agree here, Darren. There's so many things you can jet wash these days. Absolutely. It's uh, quite addictive. I've only discovered this year, me, so um, by accident, cleaning what? an old bench. <laughs> As you do. What, what can you jet wash, then? Give us a list of things. That if I've got a jet wash, I can wash in the house. Oh, yeah. the drive, cars. Yes. Um, you've got concrete posts. <laughs> you've got the patio, um, we, windows. We mentioned guttering patio. earlier on. Can you jet wash guttering or is that a dangerous thing? I'd say you'd, you'd be you'd, big risky that high. I would say you would probably actually blast it off. <laughs> wow. Yes. So are we talking like the jet it's force of like a crowd control thing from South America? Kind of <laughs> um, potentially, yeah. I mean, if you support, I don't know, if you caught the dog, for instance, then you definitely blow it away. I would also chuck in, Darren, I don't know about you about this one, bins. There's a lot of fun to be jet yes. washing a bin. Yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. Um, I'm, I can't wait for bin day on Monday because I'm about to do my bottle bin and the next door's bottle bins as well. <laughs> so you're even offering to help people on the street just because you love doing it so much? Absolutely, yeah. 
But I've stuck it on your list. I haven't got a jet washer. You ain't got well, a loft. You ain't got a jet wash. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm missing out on some key dad equipment. I really am. Oh, you, you're letting them. You're letting the men down. I have to say, in the dads, you need to. You need to up your game. Oh, 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 <laughs> <gauntlet> thrown down. <laughs> Our midweek games night, something we're doing just to liven up the middle of the week. We've made it through half of it. You might as well celebrate and have a good time. It's our first ever games night. Uh, game one tonight is live act or laminate. I'm having a wardrobe made. They've given me a book of MDF wood finishes to choose from. The names of some of these things are amazing. They sound like bands. So the people who are going to play in a minute, I've got to guess whether the names that we're going to give you are live acts, like actual bands and that, or just names of laminates. Don't forget, they're playing for the uh, the home time tote bag, tea towel, mug, face mask and signed photo. Signed photo. Uh, first two contestants, let's meet them. It's uh, Kenny on Live One. Uh, how are you, Kenny? Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much. How do you feel? Hey, good. we're good. We're very excited. Are you excited about Games Night? We're excited about Games Night. Oh, I can't wait. Was it the prizes that drew you towards us this evening? It was. I'm speaking to yourselves, obviously. Oh, bless him. <laughs> He's saying the right things. <laughs> he is. Um, Heidi on Line Two. How are you, Heidi? Oh, hello. I'm good, thanks. Have you had your tea? Are you having a good Wednesday night? I'm cooking tea right now. Oh, what are you Pasta having? Bolognese. Pasta bolognese. Mm-hmm. Parmesan Pasta. cheese. Oh, All right, there you go. Now you, now you got his attention. <laughs> Add me at the Parmesan. Right, Heidi, stay there, because you're going to be our, our second contestant. Kenny, you're going to get your uh, uh, your questions first, all right? And then we'll see how you score, and then we'll come back to uh, Heidi for uh, round two, OK? So right, uh, here we go, Kenny. I've got uh, five questions for you. Let's see how you do. Are these a laminate or a live act? Right, number one, white chromix. White chromix, is that a laminate or a live act? I'll go for a live act. Kenny, it's a laminate. Oh, no. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button. That should have gone. (laughs) There you go. That's it, that's it. So, not out of one, but don't worry, still four to go. Uh, Mickey Blanco, live act or laminate? Do you know why I can't be two in a row? I'll go for a live act. I, I see your logic. It's an American rapper. Congratulations. Well done. Three to go. Abracadabra, live act or laminate? Uh, laminate. <laughs> it's a live act. Deary Hip-hop me. rap for Abracadabra. Two to go. <laughs> uh, you can still score here. Golden Patina. That's got to be a laminate. It is. Yes, get in. OK, see if you can make it to three. Lincoln Walnut. Live act or laminate? Oh, yeah. Live act. <laughs> He's not. He's a laminate. <laughs> I'd love to queue up and go see Lincoln Walnut. You scored two. How is Heidi going to get on? We'll find out next. Good luck, Heidi. Two's the score to beat. Let's go to our other contestant called Heidi. Heidi, you ready for this to beat Kenny's score? Uh, yeah, OK. You feeling confident? Um. Yeah, a little bit. Here we go. Number one, then. Annalisa Lamosa. Is that a live act or laminate? Live act. It is. She's a singer, actress and voiceover artist. One out one. One in the back. Number two, Coco Bolo. Is that live act or laminate? Uh, live act. Oh, no, it's a laminate. I would have gone live act. Yeah, it sounds like a recording artist. It ain't. So many you have on a wardrobe. Third one, then. Impressions. Is that live act or laminate? Ah. Oh. Laminate. It is laminate. Wood flooring. You're at two. <laughs> Next up, Amber Mark. Is that a live act or a laminate? Oh, uh, uh, live act. 
It is an American singer, songwriter, and producer. It's the three. Which means is that is that oh, she's beaten Kenny. Yeah, let's go to see if you could do the full lot. Hi, Kenny. High contrast, live act or laminate to complete the set. Oh, live act. It is a Welsh electronic music <laughs> producer. Well done. Four out of five. Heidi, you win the home time tote bag, the tea towel, the mug, the face mask, and the signed photo. Well done. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thank you for playing our inaugural game of Games Night. Kenny, you've been a great sport as well. Have a brilliant night. <laughs> So that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Sorry, Dave. No, he hadn't heard that bit of the show. So it's fine. <laughs> it was just, a, it was pure coincidence that we were playing it. Sorry, just going on the phone to Dave Berry. Yeah, there. no, it's fine. You it's finish, fine. finish off. It's fine. No, no, it's cool. That's, um, that's the end of the podcast. That's, that's Is Dave you... okay? I think he's fine. Yeah, he's just, he was listening. He said, that sounds very similar to what they've done. Do you want to play one more round of Chuck It? I would before, like to play one more before round. Before we park it and never play it again. Uh, yeah, let's give it one more go. Okay, close your eyes. Ready, steady. You can play along at home, actually, on the podcast as well. Shout out wherever you're listening. Yeah. What you have to say this time, uh, do it properly. All right, when you think I should stop, you shout, jug it. Jug it. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, two one. one. Jug it. <laughs> Even worse. With my eyes closed, I feel like you're taking a wee next to me, and it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Two inches, man. <laughs>